Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Mediocre Minds. I'm Bona, and as you can tell, I am alone again. Uh, Joel offered to just sit across from me but not contribute to this podcast episode, and I was like, okay, that's dumb. So, yeah, he didn't, uh, I mean, I guess I invited him to join me, and he wasn't, like, super enthusiastic. He wanted to just be silent but also be present. But anyways, so I'm just alone again. Grace, what are you doing here? Get out. Leave. Grace, come back later. Come back later. Come back in like 40 minutes or something. Okay, goodbye. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm alone today. And I thought uh, I would spend some time and talk about this nagging issue on my heart. Um, and that is Asians in media or Asians in like culture or Asians in Hollywood specifically um, and I was inspired to talk about this because of the recent news that Simu Liu uh, the guy that's in um, Kim's Convenience which is a very funny show I love that show uh, he has been cast as the first Chinese or I guess Asian Marvel superhero uh, I forgot the the superhero's name actually is it like Shang-Chi which is honestly like a weird name from my perspective but yeah I didn't even know this superhero existed so I guess good for the Marvel creators and whatever for having lots of ethnic diversity in their different comics but yeah so anyways news of this uh broke during comic-con and like as a Chinese Canadian person I was very surprised but also very happy you know it's always nice to have diversity and representation in uh, Hollywood and in movies and TV and all that sort of stuff so I didn't really see any problems with it but then I was really surprised that there was a lot of backlash actually from mainland Chinese people which okay honestly I feel like it's a little bit entitled like okay it's it's already very nice that we're getting some representation. So why y'all gotta gotta rain on the parade and be spreading negativity? Okay, like I've been hearing some very ridiculous things just online, like on Twitter and on like YouTube responses to Simu Liu, like saying he's too ugly, which is so rude. Like beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. Okay, and I think. 80 to 90% of the general population would not describe Simu Liu as being ugly, okay? Like, I mean, average maybe, but not ugly. Like, that's that's so mean. Like, I think the majority of people are not ugly, okay? Just because they don't fit your tastes does not mean he's ugly, you know, just from an objective standpoint. And then I've heard other people saying things like, oh, he just looks like what white people think Chinese people look like. Like, what does that even mean necessarily? Like, okay, like he looks Chinese or he looks like what a Chinese person traditionally looks like in the in the minds of white people. Like, I don't really even know what that means. <laughs> so, yeah, like I'm glad or at least I hope that Simi Liu is not taking any of these things to heart. He's been given like a tremendous opportunity and like the haters are just jealous probably like All these people who are like touting their negative opinions, like, hello, do you have 
like a, a contract with one of the biggest movie studios in the history of the world. Like, I don't think so. Okay, so just sit down, sister. But yeah, anyway, so I guess with that news, uh, I guess it's just made me think about how people are, you know, like really getting on board with this whole like more Asian representation, you know, like we need more Chinese people in movies. We need like uh, main cast members who are Asian, you know, all those sorts of things. And then there have been several movies popping up these past few years with quote-unquote all Asian casts and that's been one of the the main selling points of these movies right like for example crazy rich Asians right like that was I think its own little mini phenomenon just because it was like the first all Asian cast since like that other movie what's it called like joy luck club or something I don't even know I'm sorry I'm like not that informed But yeah, and then also The Farewell that came out this year, right? And there's a live-action Mulan that's in the works. Also, side note, I'm very excited for the live-action Mulan. But then once again, all the people from mainland China are like bashing the actress that was cast as Mulan, saying like, oh, like she's too pretty or she, her acting sucks. I'm like, hey, well, she's she, her acting's probably better than yours. Like, what? <laughs> but anyway, so... Yeah, so there's a lot of Asian representation, I feel like, in Hollywood these days. But then one thing I've been hearing is, like, this idea that, oh, because we're getting representation, we have to support it or, you know, we have to say it's good or whatever. And I guess that's not maybe explicitly verbalized, but I feel like there's sort of um, the understanding that, oh, like, as a Chinese person myself I need to endorse these things I need to say it's good I need to go watch it I need to you know support it with my dollar and all of that stuff Um, but I'll be honest I'm not uh, I don't really believe in that I don't think I'm going to watch something or say I like something just because there's like Chinese people in it you know or they're just because there are Asians in it like I think all movies and all media and all kind of, like all art forms should be judged just like on an objective level like for what it is you know like why should I have a bias just because there's just because it's like quote-unquote more relatable to me as an individual like no I'm gonna watch a movie because the story is good the characters are good and you know like I it's an enjoyable experience for me I'm not just gonna watch it just because there are like Asians in it or whatever you know so I don't know like I just don't uh, maybe it's also because I'm cheap and I just don't want to waste money on something that I don't think is going to be good you know um and yeah there's been more push for main cast members to be Asian or whatever but like also that doesn't really make sense to me either because like like it or not uh directors and writers and producers they all have the freedom and the the right actually to express whatever their vision is you know and like express their creativity however they want and I don't think they should feel pressured to like have diversity for the sake of diversity or they should feel pressured to like appease all the different demographics that might be potentially watching though watching them you know because like at the end of the day the majority of 
people who are producing things in North America, they are Caucasian, you know, or or at least they're not Asian. So I don't think it's fair for us to expect them to produce content that is geared towards an Asian audience. And like, I don't think they should be blamed for that either. Like, I don't know, like, I don't think there should be an Asian Cinderella or an Asian Indiana Jones, like, or an Asian, like, Spider-Man. Like, what the F? Why? You know, like, I don't, I don't feel a sense of loss because those things don't exist, you know? Like, I think naturally there will be more Asian-centered plots and stories and whatever when there are more Asian directors and authors and producers and stuff. So, like, culturally, I think... Uh, Asians are just breaking into this industry, right? Because like in the past and also probably in the present too, there's been some stigma and stereotypes against going into, you know, more artsy lines of work, right? And so we all know the traditional Asian parent who just wants their kid to be a doctor, right? So we're still kind of, what's it called? We're still breaking away from that culture and more and more Asians are going to be interested in the arts or in um, you know things like acting and writing and those sorts of things so I think naturally we will see more and more content that is geared towards Asians but I don't think there's any point in trying to push for it uh, like inorganically right like I don't think it's something we have to force or expect of like Caucasian media you know they're trying we have to give them some slack. Like, I, you know, like, it's it's as though, like, if I'm an Asian director, like, I don't want to be pressured to have, like, to meet a certain quota of, like, black people or Hispanic people in my work, you know, just because I need to make sure that everybody feels represented, right? Like, I'm just going to tell stories that I understand best or the, the stories that speak to me or the ones that are inspiring to me right based on my own experiences based on the people around me etc you know like it's just art people like why are why does everything have to be political like why does everything have to be personal to like the audience you know it's just like just go in there enjoy it have fun it's not like when I'm watching like Iron Man I'm thinking you know what would make this better if Iron Man was Chinese, like, no, I'm not thinking that. I'm just thinking, oh, like, what a romping good time this is. You know, like, I think everybody just needs to, you know, be more lighthearted about these things and just enjoy the fact that we can have things like movies, right? And it's, and at the end of the day, just because the cast members or the the story is not directly relevant to me doesn't mean I can't get a meaningful message out of it because we're all humans and I think that similarity circumvents any other cultural or ethnic differences that we might have right like there are central themes in humanity that can be captured no matter what skin color the protagonist is right and I think we are making progress like even if you just take Disney for example like 20 years ago there was just like white people and you know and there was like probably like blatant racism in some of those cartoons and stuff but now we have you know we have a lot of diversity and they're definitely trying and they're trying to you know evolve their storytelling to keep up with the times and I think that's all we can ask for you know like I'd rather we were all nice 
to each other in real life and not being racist to each other in real life rather than nitpicking about like what kinds of movies are coming out and like whether or not this director's like low-key racist you know and that's the other thing like I don't understand what's wrong necessarily with being a minority in media okay and maybe this is coming from a place of ignorance because obviously I'm not in that field I'm sure if you were like an Asian actor you would feel maybe a lot of uh, like discontentment or stress and anxiety because there is less demand for what you have to offer right like there's just fewer roles for your you know what what you are right so I guess in that sense you probably do want to advocate for more Asian roles to be out there right so that you can feed yourself and your family and that's like totally fair but like I don't think there's I think there's some good things actually about being a minority in media because you know just just even looking at like the Asian uh community right like there's such a strong sense of solidarity and camaraderie and like responsibility to one another right like anytime uh like a new a new movie comes out and there's like a prominent Asian character right like we're all like cheering for that person being like yeah like that's awesome you know and that's that's great right and even though before I said you know I'm not gonna watch something just because there are Chinese people in there like I can still acknowledge it and be like, oh, like good for, you know, good for those actors for snatching those roles or good for that director for, you know, making making that a priority in their script or whatever. Yeah, so I feel like being a minority, sometimes it makes you special, right? And sometimes roles get written specifically for you. And it's kind of nice in that way. And like in a sense, maybe there's less competition. Again, I'm speaking from... A, a standpoint where I'm not actually an actor or anything like that but yeah anyways that's just like my opinion on that subject and then oh one other thing okay and the reason why this is like sort of sounding kind of like a rant is because sometimes uh some of my friends who are more like I guess like liberal or uh like socialist leaning they're you know they're like they're very much about like human rights and like everything to them becomes a human rights issue whereas in my mind it's it's just simply you know movies they are for entertainment right but a lot of them pushing for more Asian representation in North American media specifically I'm like so what exactly is the end goal of that like what like why do you think it's necessary that North American media needs to have a more prominent Asian face I guess because objectively there's no shortage of relatable content for Asians right like if your argument is like I want to be able to go to the movies or watch a tv show and see relatable content okay there's a lot of relatable content for Asians okay because like besides uh like North America if you if you watch any other show in China or Korea or Japan, like they're all Asian casts all the time and they're speaking their native languages. Like how much more relatable do you want to be? You know, like outside of Hollywood, which you don't have to look very far these days, you know, like Korean dramas, like Chinese dramas, Taiwanese dramas, Cantonese dramas, Japanese dramas, like they're all out there. Anime, manga, 
you know like all this stuff you can go to the library and there's like multi-language books that you can borrow right so it's like if you're really craving that authentic Asian experience like you can find it right so at the end of the day we just have to accept that North American media is still targeting a niche audience right it's it's targeting North American audiences and Asians are a minority here I think for the most part actually you know what I'm not really sure about that in Canada I feel like there's a lot of Asians in Canada but okay I guess speaking to the United States because that's where the majority of all this stuff comes from right so why is no one complaining for example that there aren't more white people cast in Korean dramas you know it's because like that's just not what Korean directors have experience with probably right and it's it's not what the the main audience of such things would be able to relate to Right? Like, I'm not watching a Korean drama being like, how come there are no black people here? You know? Like, I'm just like, okay, like, I want to watch this story. And it's set in Korea. And it's all Korean cast members. Like, I'm not worried so much about different cultural representation. I just want to know what's going to happen next. And I want to see all the tea spilled, you know, like, in the story. So, yeah, if you want to watch, like, highly relatable content, sometimes you just have to, you know, look elsewhere or maybe this is this is a sign that you need to be the one to create such content, right? Like if you're seeing a hole in what is available and you don't see it being filled, like, I mean, you could be like me and just be lazy and be like, okay, you know, I don't actually care that much. Or if you really care a lot, like maybe you should be trying to fill that hole somehow, right? Be it like writing your own stories or, you know, going into some field that would be contributing to such things, right? Like if you really want to make a difference, I don't think you can just complain loudly and like hope that change will come swiftly, right? Like I think it's fine to advocate for what you believe in and I think it's fine to vote with your dollar, right? Like if you truly feel very strongly that no matter what, there needs to be more Asians in Hollywood, okay, then you're gonna have to, you know, watch all these movies that might have Asian characters in it, even if you don't like the movie. Like, for example, I watched The Farewell, you know, like all Asian cast, love Aquafina. you know, it, it sounded like a very touching story. And I'll be honest, it wasn't really my cup of tea, just genre-wise. Like, if it had been the exact same story, but just with, like, white people, I still would have been like, okay, that this is fine. You know, even though I'm Chinese Canadian and I related very strongly with a lot of the the messages and issues that were brought up in the movie, like that's all fine. But like, I mean, I don't go to the movie. I don't go to the movies to be like, how can this further my like the agenda that I have for this country? You know, like I go to the movie so I can be like, let me have an enjoyable two hours of time, you know, where I can just escape real life and see what uh, what create what creative uh, paths this director chose to take, right? So, with the farewell, I, like I don't know, like I'm not gonna watch it again. Like if I had to give it a rating, like maybe like a six out of ten, seven out of ten, if I'm being generous. So it wasn't remarkable by any stretch of the imagination, but 
I did go watch it because I'm like, you know, I do want to support these Chinese people in in their craft, you know? So I think that's fine. But I just have a problem with people jumping straight to like accusing people of racism or complaining about petty things and all that stuff. Like, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know. I guess you're entitled to your opinion. So if you want to complain, I guess you can. I guess I'm complaining about the people who are complaining. So I'm the same. But yeah, so at the end of the day, people just need to take a chill pill. Like, yeah, that's that's the main message, folks. Just take a chill pill. Don't take everything so personally. Yes, like it's, it's really great that you have a sense of patriotism or uh, loyalty to... Uh, whatever ethnic background you have but I don't think that should take precedence over being you know polite and gracious to the people around you right like as long as everything is done uh, with the actual intention of wanting improvement rather than just wanting to stir the pot or wanting to create drama or wanting to sound intelligent or wanting to have you know talking points or just like complaining for the sake of complaining. I feel like that's the vibe I get sometimes where it's like, okay, like you clearly care about this issue, but do you care about it because you actually want change? Or do you care about it because it makes you seem woke or whatever? You know, I'm sorry if this sounds very harsh. This is just me rambling on. <laughs> I don't know um, if anybody can relate to the opinion that I have about this issue. I don't even really know if I'm being coherent. I'm also sorry if I'm talking too fast. I find I talk rather fast. So uh, if I talk too fast on these podcasts, like somebody just give me some feedback about that. Uh, Yeah, especially when I'm talking by myself, I feel like I talk faster because when I have Joel with me, uh, I feel like there's less risk of like dead space or like silence because if I stop talking, like Joel will start talking. But when it's me by myself, if I stop talking, then there's nobody talking. So I feel like I need to, you know, talk as fast as I can and efficiently fill that dead space. But yeah, anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's pretty much all I had to say about that issue. Again, I, I really am glad that there are more Asians in movies and stuff. It's always, it's always a pleasant surprise when I do see a more familiar face on camera, but like, I don't think that should be the purpose of creating something, you know? Like, I don't think movies should be made only because it represents this group of people or it has this ethnic group portrayed. Like, I don't, like, I think that can be part of it, but I don't think that should be the only reason. Like, I think it should have a resonant story, you know, that I think, a, you know what, I think a good story should be able to relate to anybody and everybody on on a certain level, right? Like, if I can only relate to a movie if I am a certain culture or certain uh, ethnic background, I feel like that is, that is a weaker, uh, a weaker product, let's say. So maybe that's why I feel like The Farewell was only okay, because it was very... Uh, very specialized to only resonate with a specific group of people, which I guess is fine. Like, I'm sure that was what the director was going for. But I do tend to prefer 
uh, like movies and TV shows that that can like ring a chord with anybody, right? Regardless of who was cast or what their skin color is or what what the setting is, right? Like or where it takes place or what time period it is, right? So that's a great thing about stories, right? Like it should be able to have some kind of universal message. Ah, so anyways, that's all I had to say about that. Uh, and like this is not just with Asians too. I do realize there are other ethnic minorities that are, you know, uh, advocating for more representation, right? Be it like, uh, like more uh, like Indian or Central, uh, Central Middle Eastern areas or South South America, right? Like Black people are still still fighting for their uh, time to shine, and that's all fine. Yeah, like I don't really have anything against that. I'm I'm not racist, okay? I swear. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, no. This is not this is not coming from that place. I'm just saying we just need to like calm down. Yeah, that's all. Anyways, I think I've rambled for long enough. Joel, I hope you enjoyed this episode. He told me that he likes it when I'm just by myself because then he could just listen to my voice. I don't know why he likes my voice. I find it rather grating and annoying. But okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode and to everyone else listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in uh, as always. And I will be away for the next two weeks. So there may or may not be uploads during that time. We will see. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. Bye.